Welcome to Recently Logged, where if we hear the name Todd Hewitt one more time, we are going to lose our minds. I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> oh my God. I couldn't get through it. I was going to do it. I couldn't. I laughed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was going to do that. I'm Woody. Howdy, 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 howdy. <laughs> All right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, Recently Logged. Uh, Here this, we are. This week. Um, this week. we. This week on the show. <laughs> this week on the show. Uh, this week, we don't have any particular this movie. This week on the show. <laughs> which I'm sure you <laughs> you already know yeah. uh, from the title and Whoa. the cover How'd they and figure the art out? and our announcement. <laughs> and literally every, literally every design is um, pointing to the fact that we didn't pick a movie for this episode. Yeah, it's because I have to work again on Monday morning. We're not oh, recording that's... this on Monday morning like we usually oh do. Oh my gosh, we're frauds. We're frauds. Last time we just... We <laughs> just uh took the week off because i was super tired from working <laughs> yeah i was about to say micah had a uh, had the full schedule yeah and now tomorrow i'm just casually working i, I rested <laughs> he had, he had recreational rest. work <laughs> still for money but still <laughs> yay <laughs> that's um, how we unwind uh as millennials and gen z's you just you just work more but on the stuff you want to work exactly on. <laughs> exactly i mean that's what we're doing right now oh my god <laughs> we make money from this <laughs> i mean we make like what do we make we, we make like currently five cents an episode i think we make like 12 cents an episode that's that's a I mean, that's more that's than like I six per that's pretty good that's like six cents an hour <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> well not for me i work like usually like five or so hours to produce one of these episodes <laughs> um but yeah. that's 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 beside the point uh, we were gonna do. We were gonna do. We were gonna do the tomorrow. It's like war. a penny an hour. <laughs> we okay. were gonna do the tomorrow war, yes. which is a 2021 movie we that just released. Uh, but we don't have time to watch it and record tonight and like have our thoughts together. Yeah, so no, we're, we're I, I would. I wouldn't want to just like watch it and then immediately be like, "Here's what I thought of it." Right, you, you, you got a process. Yeah. So we're gonna do a we're gonna do a what we watched episode. We watched a, <laughs> lot, a lot of because we took a we took a week off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, uh, what we watched episode is kind of breaking our normal formula and kind of taking that end what we watch segment and extending it. We talk about everything we've watched. We just logged. ramble on for an hour. Yeah, we ramble we on. We don't get too in depth on a particular movie. <laughs> we give you just enough where you're like, "Oh, I want to hear more," and then we hear, cut it off. I want to hear more. <laughs> give me more. <laughs> So yeah, we, All right. got, we got a lot of movies. Yeah. We got um, some new movies. We do. Some first watches. So uh believe it or not. Let's let's get into let's it. Let's get into it. Baby. I see the I've got to dorn 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 No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Apparently we're just singing Igor in the studio today. We, we got through a couple songs because we <laughs> we went from what's good wow. to are we still friends behind the scenes we sang all of Igor a cappella. Wow. I censored. <laughs> uh, I mean I did the synth, but <laughs> it, it was nice, I would say. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, right, let's get into what we were starting on the twenty first. Yes, that is when that is when the episode dropped last our last episode. So we are going from the twenty first to July fourth, which is today. Yeah, happy Independence Day. Happy if that's your sort of thing. Day. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I don't know what percentage of our audience is in America. I imagine a pretty good majority. Yeah, I don't know. 
Who knows? Yeah. We don't know. We don't care about you guys. <laughs> You're just Time 16 to cents to... <laughs> Time to alienate our audience by turning them into a number that we put into our bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that would cover tax. <laughs> I don't know. My you know, bank account's got like a like a what was it like a one dollar transfer fee? <laughs> I mean, not a one dollar, a one dollar transfer limit. So, I wow, it's not even worth it. All right, well, uh, here here we are. Uh, first first movie we watched after releasing uh, I watched, in the Heights. I watched Luca. Yes, I rewatched Luca. I should Micah, say. Yeah, we talked um, about Luca last time. Well, yeah, we did. Okay. I was I was working on my video. L- I think Luca. my my Wolfwalkers video, which is out now on my channel, M Grayway Films, <laughs> and I just wanted to turn something on, and I really wanted to rewatch Luca. I had liked a lot about Luca, and I still really like a lot about Luca. Like I rewatched it here, and I, it just reinforced that I really like a lot about Luca. <laughs> I liked loads of things about Luca. <laughs> it's probably like one of the best looking Pixar movies. No, stop using L. <laughs> Begin your work. It's killing me. Okay, it's probably one of the best-looking Pixar movies I've seen. It's got a really fun story. I really like that it was doing something different from a lot of Pixar movies. Um, even though I'm sure Disney chopped it down some from what it was originally going to be. Yeah, we'll probably do a Luca episode, but still very good. Uh, I really like it. Probably one of my favorite Pixar movies now. Whoa, uh, four stars. It's so. a bold claim. <laughs> So then, what did we watch, Micah? I thought I asked you what we watched. <laughs> Wait, no. No, I, said no, I, I cut I watched, that part out. I watched Luca, and then I asked you what, what No, we I cut that part out. Oh, he cut that part out. Sorry, okay. guys. We, we we had to go it's check a, on something. The podcast is fake. We manufactured <laughs> we made, it all. Wow. This is all scripted. Our entire dynamic. That's why, that's why the transitions between the takes were so seamless. We're not even brothers, actually. <laughs> we're not even brothers. <laughs> all a lie we just happen to have the same last name we just sat down to do it in a studio that's actually a bedroom wow <laughs> all right well we watched the film wendy that came out in 2020 uh yeah 2020. and uh it was directed by i'm gonna butcher this name i think it's ben probably is probably how you pronounce ben. it ben zeitlin I would imagine. I don't know. Zietlin or Zeitlin, one of those. Um, which I had seen his other feature length film, uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild, and really loved it. Um, so I was eager to check this out. And I was I was very curious because I'm I don't know why, but I'm a sucker for like Peter Pan stories. <laughs> like literally for never I don't even like most Peter Pan movies. <laughs> I was about movies. to say, Micah, you always complain about Peter no, Pan. No, I really movies. don't like most Peter Pan movies, <laughs> but I'm a sucker for a Peter Pan story and I have no idea why. Wow. I don't even like Hook. <laughs> you don't he doesn't even like Hook. <laughs> but, I've never seen Hook. I couldn't possibly. It was just, it was just really long. Okay. And lots of daddy issues. <laughs> but um yeah. Yeah, so, Wendy, what'd you think, Micah? It was a really interesting movie. It was not I didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't what I expected. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect, but it definitely wasn't what I expected. <laughs> so like no, like the, there's a lot of really interesting like cinematic things in this movie oh, yes. that I was not expecting. No, he's he um uh Ben definitely has a uh, style. Like this was this was a, <laughs> this was very stylistic. It it looked really great. Oh the gosh. camera was doing like looks 110 fan- flippantastic, um, man. The cast was really great. Like like 
you could go on about like the production of this because the production of this movie the production quality is, is insane. Amazing. Like it looked really good. Yeah. And I really liked the cast and like the even child the, actors were surprisingly great. And there's only one moment of CGI looking bad. And I'm pretty sure I know why it looked bad because <laughs> their little creature thing looked great. Um, but the one thing I think they had to make look bad, otherwise it wouldn't have still been PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, that was so probably, a, yeah. It's a theory of mine that, like in uh, True Grit, when they cut off the guy's fingers, that they had to make it look that terrible, or it would have been <laughs> rated would have been R. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Beasts of the Southern Wild is PG-13, but it has a bit more language than this does. What is this rated? I thought it was PG thirteen. Yeah, it yeah, is. it is. No, okay. I, that's what I said. That's why I you said, said I... PG. Otherwise, it would get a PG thirteen. Oh, I meant to say no. I said to keep its PG thirteen. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I guess that's true. It it is kind of extreme, but it was a really like I was really pulled in to the beginning of this movie. Like like I was a hundred percent on board. It seemed like something like like that I would make. It seemed very much <laughs> up my alley. Yes, it does. It seems like something like six year old you would have written Micah. Right, it really does. <laughs> I actually wrote a, a of course then on the Peter Pan story <laughs> following did. Wendy. Um, Dang it. But it was a sci-fi. So oh, well, lame. It was like a horror sci-fi. Ew, not sci-fi. Fantasy is way better, bro. <laughs> it was really it's weird. It's way better. Like it starts with her in the hospital, <laughs> what? and she's she's like strapped down to this thing, and then she has like this out-of-body experience where she falls through this like drug trip of a scene what? into, ne- what was into happening? Neverland. What was happening to six-year-old Micah? I don't know. It was really quite a story. Um, but yeah, no, no. This movie like immediately drew me into everything that was going on, and it probably wouldn't have as much if it wasn't for the fact that it also looked amazing. And then, like, it was a very atmospheric way to shoot the movie, and I really like at- atmospheric movies. Well, I mean, um, I'm a lot of, I'm not the first person to make this comparison, but it reminds me a lot of Terrence Malick movies. It feels like Terrence Malick for kids, <laughs> is what it feels like. Um but, um, but yeah, no. Where I think the movie started to fall short was actually the story itself. I yeah. Think, I think once they get to the island, um, and, like, once they start like doing stuff on the island of Neverland <laughs> is when it really just starts to like, kind of what's odd is it takes them like a half an hour to get there man. right it takes them a long time to get there and then for the first like half hour they're on the island <laughs> they're not doing much yeah but like I still still good stuff though. yeah but I think what really fell off was like where they took the plot where they took the hook stuff and everything like that yeah and the, just the main conflict of the story I would say of... I would say like the whole uh like third act is pr- honestly the weakest part of it other than the actual ending itself yeah the ending was a bit weird what I don't know you didn't it was like the, ending? Like the very ending okay. was good but like yeah. the ending at the island was eh. weird yeah it was a little little weird like I said, it, pu- it pulls it together really well emotionally. Oh, my gosh. So by the end, yeah. you're, like, almost crying at the stupid movie. I, I was crying. Like a, <laughs> and, what do you mean, almost crying? <laughs> and yes, I of course, almost crying. I don't know. I gave it three and a half stars. Uh, try to look at what I had as my review for this. Okay. Um, here, say something. Oh, okay. Uh, just I'll just read I'll just read my review. Um, I said, uh, Ben knows how to make an emotional movie. It's gorgeous. Uh, not as tight of a story as Beasts of the Southern Wild, but it's almost as beautiful. 
I would consider this to be an emotional masterpiece, even no, though it's yeah, not. The emotion always oh my gosh. comes through. It's so good. It hits all of its emotional beats so well. Like even if the story, like like even with the weird brother story thing going on there, the twin thing with Hook, mm-hmm. I didn't like that, but like the emotion of it still hit. Um, which I would make the same claim for Beasts of the Southern Wild, because honestly, its actual like plot is its weakest. Uh, aspect, but I think I think it is a bit more solid. Beasts of the Southern Wild has a bit more poignant things to say than yeah. Wendy does. See, the thing about the thing about Wendy is that its plot just kind of like chops. <laughs> yeah, and like thematically, it all is still going. But like, okay, the... we, like we need to move on to another. Dang it! I could have done an episode on Wendy. Yeah, we could have done an episode on Wendy. Okay, maybe we will someday. It's for now. I think it's an emotional masterpiece. Three and a half. It looks amazing. Sounds amazing. Great movie. Um, I gave it a three and a half okay, as well. Okay, so next day, uh, I was also working on my video, and I decided I wanted to turn on some movies, and there's no better movie to turn on while you're working on something than Hail Caesar. <laughs> I will stand by this claim. <laughs> I mean, it is a pretty fun movie to watch, like, just in the background sometimes. Yeah, like, there's a lot of funny bits, there's yeah. a lot of fun songs, <laughs> and, yeah. We've talked about this one on the podcast Yeah, we did before. a whole episode on it. Um, I think I gave it... I gave it three and a half. I actually bumped up. I bumped up my rating this watch to a four. Four out of five. The Coen Brothers know how to do comedy, but like I don't know. I feel like the story is still pretty weak. Some of the um, some of the uh, Christ stuff hit me a bit better this time around. No, I've always liked that. I've always no. I mean, we talked about that on the episode a lot, but like, yeah, I I, it hit me a bit better this time around. It left a better taste in my mouth this time. I liked it. And then after that, I was like, okay, we're gonna watch another Coen (laughs) Brothers movie. And we had just watched (laughs) the week before No Country for Old Men for the first time, and I really have been wanting to watch it again. So I turned it on while I was editing. Uh, so it wasn't quite the full experience, no. but it was still really, really good. <laughs> Micah Roger Deakins is like a genius cinematographer. You're missing so much not watching the actual visuals. Well, I was watching a lot of the visuals. <laughs> I was just having to look down and edit every once in a while. I still gave it five stars. It just wasn't like a like a true watch, you know? Um, I said in my review that it's pretty much uh, just a masterwork of filmmaking, no matter what lens I choose to look at it through. Right. So, like, good stuff. It's so uh, all amazing. time, All time uh, great. It's probably the best, like, use of visual storytelling I've ever seen in a movie. Not to mention the, uh, uh, like, actual... Um, am i thinking of here like i uh, like audible storytelling yeah, too no, like the sound design and everything the sound is design impeccable. and yeah i was about to say the editing too if you I, sound oh editing. man i imagine watching this in a theater <laughs> would be incredible i would i want to do micah get like a home theater and watch this bad boy with like great headphones yeah. that would kill <laughs> <laughs> all right then on the 23rd yes 23rd your next two the 23rd i think i was still working on i think i was still working on the video here yes you were um and we watched... <laughs> but i got to pick the movie this time Oh, yeah, yeah. Since I had picked the movies the, the day before, Robbie picked this one. Yeah. And we watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Great movie. It's a good movie. I dare say great movie. It's Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> great movie. It's a good movie. Hey, I rated it the same as Hail Caesar. I have some problems with the Guardians series in general. Yes, Very different okay. from most MCU movie problems. In yes. fact, what most MCU movies get wrong, this movie gets right. Yes. But then it, it has some problems of its own. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll, probably, we'll actually probably do an episode on the Guardians series. They're... Do the entire MCU on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> we could, I guess. We'll do one of the live stream events. It's like six oh my hours gosh, long. That would take so long. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, 
it's still like a really fun movie. Oh my I think gosh. it's probably the it's most so one of the most fun movies in the MCU. I forgot how funny it was, honestly. Like, I, I think this one is funnier than the oh, first no, one. Oh no, I would say it's funnier than the first but one. But I still don't know if I like the first one more it's, or not. This is this is my brand of sci-fi though. I just love super colorful, like weird sci-fi movies. I've never except for if they're Valerian. <laughs> Robbie, it's a French super colorful sci-fi. Okay. Movie. I, I don't care. But um <laughs> dang it, I lost my train of thought. I don't know what the I heck was, you were gonna I say. I was about to say something. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say something uh, uh i give okay. it four stars though. i also gave it four stars it's wow. pretty good pretty great movie I, oh yeah i was gonna say i really i never never liked the ego plot in it at all ego i kind of like I, you know i kind of like the ego plot i don't know it's the weakest part of this movie because i don't like peter's character in this like i don't I, like I, I peter's like character <laughs> the idea of his character arc really works yes but i don't really like the execution with him and ego yes that i actually i would cite that as the major flaw of the movie i love his arc idea on paper but the execution here isn't great whereas like rocket Groot, oh and Yondu are given into 110 in this movie. great stuff <laughs> if it was just them five stars <laughs> uh, after that I think I was still working on the video, and we watched Shrek 2. <laughs> Shrek 2. Uh, which yeah. is a masterpiece. We talked about it not it really that long is. ago. Um, we really, yeah, it wasn't really that long ago. <laughs> I, I still can't give it five stars, but it was a very solid four and a half. Well, I can give it five stars, and I did. <laughs> um, yeah, I bumped it up this time. Apparently, this was just the, like, stretch of days where I was just bumping ratings up everywhere. <laughs> it's literally so funny. And oh, my gosh. a perfect sequel, and I don't even know, man. It's great. It's so... Great stuff. It's so amazing. Yeah, go listen to us gush about it for, like, an hour on our other <laughs> uh, episode. Uh, then after that, you watched a couple I, things I watched me. Uh, The Lady from Shanghai, Rewatched it. I was planning on doing some fan art for it, and then realized that I'm a talentless hack who has no skills. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the movie was still good. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Harvey, did you say Orson Welles has all the time? Exactly. <laughs> uh, I just want a t-shirt that says I'm a talentless hack who has no skills. <laughs> gotta have like orison wells face on yeah it that would be good that would actually be pretty funny um but yeah no um i loved it a bit more on a rewatch this was my second time watching it um not a, quite as i didn't like it quite as much as like citizen kane or anything um but it is really good you should watch it sometime if you're a fan of uh noir films it's a, one of the better ones i've seen hmm. <laughs> very interesting uh and then, <laughs> and then i rewatched uh stop making sense okay so by the way we're sitting here in the studio which doubles as robbie's bedroom um, <laughs> and over on his little cabinet thing draped oh on top God. of his tiny tube tv I just threw it up there. that's like 12 inches by 8 inches screen wise. okay it's a tiny tv um, you get it draped on top of this tv is a stop making sense shirt all wrinkly yes. yeah okay well i wore it one day and it got all sweaty and then and then I had to take it off. <laughs> We're going to do laundry tomorrow. So you draped it on the TV. No, I don't have a hamper in my room, okay? <laughs> you just you just put clothes somewhere until you can wash them. Okay. My room is the hamper. <laughs> but like in an organized way. Uh, but yes, uh, Stop Making Sense. I believe this was my 10th viewing of it. Uh, making it like on par uh not on par like tied or no this was my 11th viewing okay 
which means it beat out Fantastic Mr. Fox as my most Time logged to watch movie. Fantastic Mr. Fox as my again. most logged movie on Letterboxd. Time and to watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's uh, literally a masterpiece. Um, you should go watch it right now. Uh, stop the podcast. It's over. Uh, go watch Stop Making Mike Sense. Mike Grayway does not endorse this comment. <laughs> go watch Stop Making Sense. It's a great movie. Okay. Um, and then we watched... Uh, the Terminal. The Terminal. A t- uh, Spielberg. Which was not about a terminal illness, like I said. <laughs> uh, I didn't think it was going to be about a terminal illness. No. I thought it was going to be like some thriller, yeah, like no, some Liam Neeson style thriller <laughs> with Tom Hanks. Yeah, no so idea what it was going into it. I just saw that there was like a bombing and it was in a terminal. I know, right? Like what? So I was like, yeah, it's an action movie probably. Probably. <laughs> Instead it was a rom-dramedy. A rom-dramedy about weird like Russian About Victor Crumb or something. Weird Russian Tom Hanks. Victor Navorsky, yes, that's his name. With Stanley Tucci being the weird antagonist. What's up with Stanley Tucci? I don't know. Just in general, not just in this movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a that's a topic for another time. I think. And and Cassian's here. Yeah. Um. It was okay. So this was the first time we watched the Terminal. If that wasn't clear. Um. And I'm trying to watch all of Spielberg's work if I can. Um. And uh, this was interesting. I think from what I can tell, I would still cite it as one of the last Spielberg movies to kind of have that raw Spielberg energy. Yeah, no, I was about to say, it It, it feels like a Spielberg movie. Yeah, it, like, like, like I didn't even realize it was a Spielberg movie at first, and then while it was playing, I was like, is this a Spielberg movie? <laughs> he's, he's still directing the heck out of it, like, even though it's not the greatest movie Yeah, in it's, the a little bumpy. it's a little bumpy. It, a little bumpy. It's like one of the most like unfocused screenplays I've seen from a Spielberg movie. Yeah, but like I don't know, there's something about this one. Like for some reason it's the emotional super messy, beats man. hit really hard still and you just have that Spielberg energy. I do I don't think it's by anywhere like by any means a great movie. But like I was genuinely, I genuinely yeah, thought it was no, like a no. really cute little sweet movie that I was definitely not expecting out of the terminal. Um, I said in my review, very messy but also very wholesome. Uh, Spielberg's energy is still alive and well. Good stuff. I said I, I said something along the lines <laughs> of I have no idea how you how they get you this invested <laughs> just from a filmmaking standpoint in the movie i mean it it does a good job setting up victor because yeah like the screenplay itself is very unfocused yeah no it's a super messy screenplay there's like 16 b plots going on but yeah you don't get too terribly bored while watching yeah i mean it's yeah and the emotions <laughs> you could do you could do a whole episode on yeah, the yeah, terminal. Yeah. it's interesting i gave it three and a half i also gave it three and a half wow that's oh. pretty crazy wow. then we wanted to watch another spielberg movie spielberg double feature something time. something with the raw spielberg energy not new spielberg not new um, age spielberg. so so we did one of spielberg's <laughs> earliest uh and we went with jaws we went with the jaws <laughs> which jaws what if the name was the jaws the jaws <laughs> Jaws. I don't. I don't even know how to describe it. It, it falls into a category of a lot of '70s movies where there's just something <laughs> transcendence, so Mike. <laughs> magical about watching it. Like the experience of watching the movie <laughs> is something like no other. Like Jaws. Literally, I watch Jaws and I'm just like in awe. Whoa. I I don't even know. And is like, this cinema? <laughs> and like the same thing for for even movies that I wouldn't call as tight as jaws for like suspiria or willy wonka stuff like those 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 kind of 70s movies just have this this feeling of absolute energy 
radiating from them. the filmmaking energy micah i don't i don't know what it is but this is honestly one of the most in my opinion energetic like feeling movies spielberg's ever done uh i would cite it as maybe his best direction like on a movie it's great yeah it's great not stuff. it's not my favorite spielberg movie no it's not my favorite um, either jaws i mean not jaws jurassic park is actually my <laughs> oh favorite. jaws is actually my favorite but oh. that's just because jurassic park is kind of a comfort movie of mine <laughs> i might honestly if i had to pick a favorite of his i might go with temple of doom temple of doom is i just fun. love temple of doom it's so much fun but um but yeah no jaws is just like i don't know the screenplay is amazing the production is amazing but really what it boils down to is just like when i watch it i'm just like oh my Whoa. gosh what how did they not make movies like this anymore what what was going on that's that's my question when i watched Jaws. yeah this was my second watch of jaws actually i think it was like my fourth oh my but, gosh. Uh, i rated it five stars uh i said i want whatever bill butler was on when they shot this <laughs> uh also i mentioned how fantastic the performances are which they are like amazingly good oh yeah they're re- they're they fall into that <laughs> iconic enough performances that you can make fun of them without not liking the exactly <laughs> they're just that like they're good enough that they like stand on their own like enough to mock them as a character rather than just like a person doing a bad job yeah acting. exactly like like we said with uh daniel playing exactly from uh, there will be blood it's such a good performance that the character just feels like its own entity to mock right <laughs> it's great um then after that that's good acting <laughs> that is good acting but yeah i gave joss five stars i also it's, gave it it's a masterpiece stars. yeah great stuff don't know how it wasn't rated r for its time <laughs> i know i will, right? I will stand so by that claim blood. there's nudity there's and blood there's nudity. what's going there's on there's language we got we got it all <laughs> what's going on with jaws okay well um yeah after that we watched uh the hidden fortress Kira, akira kurosawa akira kurosawa uh, Try saying that five times fast. It's the movie that uh, Star Wars A New Hope is based off of, the original yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and honestly, honestly, and I may get my Star Wars card revoked for this, I don't Did know. you have a Star Wars card? I, dude, you I never, used to be like, told me. I used to be like the, the biggest Star Wars fan. The, <laughs> whoa. But um, <laughs> this is honestly much better than A New Hope, um, in my opinion. I don't know if I'd say much better. I think it's either on par or. But better. I was. I've never been in. I've never been a New Hope. You fan. haven't seen the light on a New Hope yet, Micah. Um, but man, this is this is like so. This is the first Kurosawa movie I've ever seen that uses. It's not called Cinemascope in Japan. Cinemascope. I don't remember what it's called, but it's essentially the same idea because usually his movies are in yeah, four three. Yeah. And this one was not. This one was yeah. in a wider aspect ratio. And yeah. <laughs> Kurosawa has always had amazing looking movies. Oh my gosh. And it movies was just, always look so good. It was just so enhanced by this. Like switching the aspect ratio like this is so amazing for this movie especially, but just the style. Yeah. And unlike most Kurosawa movies, which while are usually like masterpieces, they're very slow melodic masterpieces (laughs) (laughs) kind of kind of dry not dry but like i would say dry yeah kind of dry but in a a good way not a bad dry dry. i like ah yeah you know it gets you into the what the movie is going for yeah kind of dry good good this movie was popping off in terms of energy oh my gosh it's literally hilarious this is the funniest i think this is the funniest kurosawa movie it's funnier than a new hope oh yes it is um i don't know what (laughs) i don't know what they were on when they wrote 
Like it's it's really it's got so much energy and it, it while it's really long I think yeah it's pretty long yeah it does not feel long no in it terms really does Kurosawa it's, movies it speeds especially. by it speeds by man yeah I was about to say take like Rashomon which is one of his shortest movies it feels like twice as long and as then again this. I'd call Rashomon one of his worst movies I've seen yeah it's definitely the worst one of his I've seen but like still um all of all of the great stuff about Kurosawa is still here um like the technical filmmaking the shot composition the cast i mean it's literally just a curious it's, 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 it's a great it's a great movie it's like wes anderson what do you want from me they pull the same cast uh definitely hasn't aged very well in a lot of aspects but like other yeah. than that i think it holds up pretty pretty well yeah there's pretty some there's some interesting stuff in it but yeah um, you, you could do a whole episode on it it, yeah. It's got it's got a lot of good stuff. I don't know. I really like the energy coming from it. Yeah. Uh, the Hidden Fortress. I gave it four and a half stars. Four and a half stars. Well, are we just rating everything we, the same? Apparently, like we are just rating everything <laughs> the same. Either I rate it just one uh, half star higher than you, or we just rate it the same thing. <laughs> so uh, after this, though, we rewatched the Matrix. The Matrix. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, the Wachowski sisters. We should probably do a Matrix episode sometime. Um, Keanu Reeves. We'll have to have Wesley on. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, right. He for, drew... for the super fans who remember Hugo Wesley Eden. from our uh, right from a boy named Charlie Brown. Boy episode. named Charlie Brown days. Um, <laughs> Wesley has been trying to get me to watch this movie for years, and I had never had. And then this year, I did for the first time. And... I thought we watched it last year for the first time. No, I thought it was this year. Was it this year? I'm I don't sure remember. This, we're, ha- we're halfway through the year. I mean, we are halfway through the year. I don't remember when the first time we watched it was. But uh, this was, I think, my second. Yeah, this was yeah, my this second was, time. Yeah, this was our second time watching it. Great um, stuff. Very good. Very, very good. good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> the Wachowski sisters. Wachowski sisters. Really know how to put, like, like I don't know. They, they really know how to put, like, I don't know. like <laughs> Stop repeating me, dang it. <laughs> so have you seen Speed Racer? It's, it's like speed like racers but like more grounded <laughs> which is funny if you've seen the matrix and not speed racer <laughs> oh my gosh i i don't know what they were on when they made this movie but uh they were drinking the genius juice. Like, like I don't even know how to describe what is good about the Matrix. Like everything, everything is good. Is the good editing, about the, Matrix. the casting, even Keanu Reeves not giving the best Keanu he's, Reeves yeah, performance. He's, even, he's given much better performances. Yeah, in his career. I was about to say this is one of his weaker performances, and it's still like it, it's great. The movie is fantastic. Hugo Weaving is like having the time of his freaking life. He if, looks like he's yeah. having the most fun I've ever seen anybody have while acting. I was about to say, I think this might be the most fun I've seen an actor have while performing a role. <laughs> like, Hugo Weaving's line deliveries are so amazing. Oh my gosh. And, like, this this movie just is packed full of great energy, great editing. The, some of the visuals, actually a lot of the visuals haven't aged that well, but there's something... Oh, you're just talking, like, the actual effects? Yeah, there's okay. something with it, like Speed Racer, where even though they don't look on, like, the whole I the think best, it, works it doesn't really take away from yeah, the movie Yeah, no, it doesn't, at all. doesn't really attract or retract anything, and the visual, like, the the raw visual filmmaking power in this movie is insane. Right. Um, oh my gosh. I mean, it's it's a classic. I I could analyze this movie Everybody to the end of movie. to the end of my ages to the end of the ages, Micah. I, I would be happy. People could take it like a billion different ways. There's like tons of different interpretations it's, it's rid- because it's literally oh just that good of a movie. It's ridi- it ridiculously layered, fantastically made. Um, 
Honestly, I would put it at the best of the decade, but it would be such a toss-up between... The 90s is a good decade. It would be such a toss-up between this and The Truman Show for me. I, I just don't know which one I would pick. But uh, I gave The Matrix five stars. Yeah, I also gave The Matrix. Big shocker. Two, two straight guys gave The Matrix. <laughs> two straight white guys gave The Matrix. I feel, like this is, I feel like this is the opposite of what the Wachowski sisters were going for. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic film <laughs> i loved it <laughs> sorry i made myself laugh at my own joke there uh... yeah no um i love i love this movie i uh, it honestly i think it might be my favorite from the wachowskis i yeah. it would be once again it would be such a big i think i think it definitely i think it definitely beats speed racer for me i, I really want to see watch i just speed racer i just again. have such an inherent love for racing micah that's, and that's speed racer <laughs> is so good see i have so much nostalgia from speed racer i grew up reading see, the, I, I reading really, the books i mean i played the ds game. The, game the ds game rocked man it did it was a really good <laughs> was game a great game okay <laughs> but anyway uh next next movie we we watched. we watched the pink panther for the first time once again another film that's firing on all cylinders <laughs> 2006 steve martin uh pink panther no the, the sean levy it's not firing on all <laughs> director of big fat liar oh gosh uh, free guy date night wait he's doing free guys yes. oh gosh and night at the museum well um there it is i mean those are some classics i'll, I'll say it Night, Night at the Museum's Muse- great. Night at the Museum's a lot of fun. The second best Ben Stiller movie I've seen. <laughs> um, but what the heck was going on in the Pink Panther? The Pink Panther. It's got so much comedic energy. It, it's actually good, question mark? There's nothing else going for this movie. Literally nothing else going for this movie. But it is it's so funny. <laughs> um here, I'll just I'll just read what I what I wrote, like a the little review. A little little quaint little review i wrote um i said impeccably paced smartly written and hilarious throughout what's up with that (laughs) right like uh, this movie's got a 2.5 average i know a lot of people who hate this movie and like we watched it and i genuinely found it really funny this is the 2006 one by the way yeah i Um, I said yeah i know i know you've made it clear but i just wanted to specify yet again that we have not yet seen the old one yeah but like yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe so many people watch the old one and then they just don't like the new one, or maybe they just find the comedy stupid. But I don't know. Comedy is super subject- subjective, man. It's it's super difficult to gauge quality of comedy. You know, it's like it's like if Austin Powers was the Pink Panther, but more kid friendly. Yeah, I was about to say, but a bit more kid friendly. <laughs> like like honestly, a lot of the jokes felt very Austin Powersy in it. Yeah, I guess so. It it definitely feels like watered, like extremely watered down Austin Powers. If you're gonna make that comparison, yeah. Um, but the the weather joke was funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's, it's lovely weather. <laughs> lovely weather. <laughs> I, I, I almost talked with a phony French accent for like two weeks. <laughs> and it's been two weeks since I've watched this. Lovely weather. <laughs> I swear, maybe it's just because I'm learning French right now, but the French jokes were just especially funny to me. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Like it, This it is was, French, French cinema. It's not, it's not what I would call a great movie, but like it was genuinely really fun and funny. I would, I would call it great. But, I mean, I've only seen it one time. Uh, I, I gave it, it three and a half stars. I, would, I probably would have given it uh, three and a half stars, but I gave it an extra half star because uh, Beyonce's in it. 
So I so have I no choice. A, I took I'm, it down a half star because Beyonce. Whoa! <laughs> I'm contractually obligated to give it a half star if Beyonce. Not a not a Beyonce fan myself. You need to get some taste, Micah. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> Gotta go listen to Lemonade. Be I'll right go back. get some taste once Beyonce gets some good whoa, music. Whoa! <laughs> hold up. <laughs> Next next week on the podcast, we're going to be covering Lemonade by Beyonce. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it does have a short film, so we can do it, Mike. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> but after that, we watched The Secret of Kells. This was a rewatch for me. Secret of Kells. But I hadn't seen it in like 10 years. Yeah. I watched this in history class yeah. because a substitute teacher came in and was like, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of based on history. <laughs> kind of based on history. Let's do it. <laughs> it's it's kind of like history if you really think about it. There's there there are definitely some direct parallels to history, <laughs> including including the Book of Kells. What is that what the secret of Kells is, Micah? Whoa. <laughs> what? But um I'm not I like I don't know I'm I really like Cartoon Saloon I had actually just come off of doing a whole video essay great, about great animation Wolfwalkers, studio which is a Cartoon Saloon movie we've yes. done an episode on it we did an I, episode on Wolfwalkers we did um great studio they've put out like nothing but fantastic movies but honestly They're I think I think I would call this one uh it's the studio's worst but I don't even like using worst. I think yeah. it's its most sloppy feeling. It's its weakest. And I don't know if I'd go so far as... Because worst implies that it's, like, bad. No, it's not bad. But it's not as put together as any of the rest of, um, like, yeah. Cartoon Saloon's movies. Was this their debut? Yeah. Yeah, no, this is what they started that the studio sense. for. Yeah. Um, but I think... How did yeah? Here's Shafrilis put <laughs> it in his, in his review. He put it. Uh, in, he said absolutely enchanting animation, but it feels like an unfinished beta version of Song of the Sea and Wolfwalkers. <laughs> and it really kind of does. Like it's it's using so much of the same cinematic things, same similar character concepts. That's true. And so much like just similarities cross over to the movies. But I feel like this one has a really big pacing problem girl who turns into wolf mike oh my gosh it's like they're all based on irish folklore <laughs> um but yeah no um i i mean i said here's here's what i said i said i wish it was tighter so it could earn a masterpiece status in my eyes but i still loved it nonetheless uh absolutely gorgeous animation and the third act was uh genuinely fantastic yeah um <laughs> i think i think I, I gave I it really, an 8 out of 10. What I, I really, really like about this movie is I think it's honestly one of the most visually startling of any of Cartoon Saloon's movies. Looks great. I man. think it's one of the creepiest of, of their movies by far. Um, yeah, I would say so. And I, I would say it's definitely their like creepiest. Like the visuals and everything stuck with me from when I was like watching this <laughs> when I was like six. So like I remembered so many of the scenes and how they looked and how visual they were and like Cartoon Saloon has always done absolutely fantastic visuals, but I think because they were so new, they were even more willing to just try anything Yeah. with this one, and I think it gave it a really raw feeling in its animation. Not like raw, like Wolfwalker's kind of raw feeling wolf, in its animation, wolf but like <laughs> a raw Cartoon Network in the 90s feel. Yeah, that's actually, that's what I would cite as a pretty big aesthetic similarity between this and like 90s Cartoon Network good stuff that's a, that's high yeah. praise 90s think, cartoon network is like peak 
uh, TV animation. <laughs> I think my biggest problem with this movie, though, is its story, the way it's structured and everything, the pacing in it. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely has some s- screenplay problems. I think that but time jump I think, is really rough. <laughs> I think literally almost every other element works amazingly well. Yeah, I give it three and a half. In all honesty, it probably should be a three and a half, but I really loved it, so I gave it a four. <laughs> Cartoon Saloon is fantastic, no matter which yeah. way you turn it. This was their opening movie from a teeny tiny studio. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, you should go watch it. Good yeah, movie. Go watch all of Cartoon Saloon's movies. Yeah, they I was about to say, go support all of their movies. They're all four good. They're all, they're all great, surprisingly. <laughs> and go watch my video about Wolfwalkers. Wow, okay. Okay, Mr. Self-Promotion. <laughs> yeah, and also on Redbubble. If you go M. Grayway oh Films on Redbubble, you can find my, uh, my art slash merch for my channel. And you can buy the poster I designed for Citrus on there. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> should put, um, I should put a recently logged up there so we can we can sell. Hey. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, next we watch. Uh, next I watched. Oh. Wrong. Uh, I don't remember what the. I, I don't know. I, I graduated high school. <laughs> I don't have to remember the name of what kind of words those are. Uh, but I watched uh, West Side Story, uh, the new Spielberg one. Uh, got a premiere <laughs> premiere access D- decided to check it out you know just yeah. just because i had yeah. the time i mean how, how was it <laughs> um well i'll just i'll just talk about the old one i don't want to spoil it <laughs> uh, uh yeah i decided to turn on the 60s one for the second time because i remembered it being really good <laughs> that's it that's all no. we got um what did i say about it i said it's a visual masterpiece and it is like honestly it's some of the most ambitious like filmmaking i've seen in a movie musical like ever it's uh, kind of crazy actually um best shakespeare adaptation movie question mark no maybe period no. Um, yeah, good stuff. Great stuff, actually. And it not only does it uh, achieve what Romeo and Juliet does so well, um, it also adds a lot of really great racial commentary in there as, uh, as well. Yeah, but I don't like the music. <laughs> well, the music then you need good. to get some taste, Micah. <laughs> you need to become more of a theater kid and learn I'm to love every musical. I'm literally actually a theater kid, and you are not. <laughs> but I do not like West Side Story. You need to, uh, you need to appreciate it, Micah. <laughs> anyway, after anyway, uh, we watched Minari for the first time. It yeah. is a 2020 uh, Korean American movie. Yeah, which I was very excited about. I wanted to go see it when it came out. It's an A24. I movie. was I was um, trying my darndest to go watch this when it was in a theater, and, <laughs> and it did not happen. No, it didn't. But it came out in a rough year for theaters. Yeah, but man, Minari is something special. I think yes, I think it, it has a lot of, I, I wouldn't say direct filmmaking similarities, but a lot of the things I liked about Wendy when it comes to filmmaking <laughs> was in this. It's an movie. odd comparison. Very like visual music based atmospheric kind of feeling. And I suppose. I don't know. I felt like its use of color was similar to Wendy as well. Um, but like, it's it's a really interesting movie. Like I think I I really want to watch it again before I could get oh, full I can't on I it. can't wait to rewatch this bad boy because we had to stop it uh, like two or three times yeah. in the middle of the movie, which was really with, unfortunate with a pretty long the, break one which time, which was really unfortunate for the end yeah, of the movie yeah. pacing. 
Oh my gosh, we stopped it like right in the middle of the hospital. I mean, yeah, there was there was a very important reason for why we yes, stopped. Yes, no, it, I mean but... like I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I, I can rewatch a movie anytime. Yeah, but yes, the ending of this movie is so perfect, and I didn't oh I didn't gosh. know what I felt about the movie like for a lot of it because a lot of it, it it's one of those kind of movies that it's a slice really, of life movie yeah, it's a slice of life movie one it doesn't of the really best come I've ever together seen until of the slice end of life movies and man it's so it's so well done i really just want to watch it again yeah no but the cast is amazing um the filmmaking's good i think i put in my review the accurate uh representation of how creepy and weird and frightening americans can be <laughs> oh my gosh americans are weird they're whack um they're especially crazy. <laughs> especially uh in arkansas oh my gosh <laughs> yeah no i i deeply sympathize with the people right in this you're work. like Yeesh. Yikes. um i i got secondhand embarrassment man not great <laughs> yeah but man the I, oh, that ending scene it really, like, this really, it Gosh. really does, I think I would put this amongst, like, the best film endings out there. Good yeah, stuff. same. Like, it's so, so good. And the score is phenomenal. I, like, you know, I saw one of my friends say that they didn't like the score very much. What? And I'm like, how is that even I possible? I added almost every song of the score to my music, <laughs> to that, my scores How is that playlist? even possible? Please, uh, America, explain. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> Yeah, no, great movie. Uh, we need to rewatch it, and then we'll probably do an episode on it. Outstanding cast. Yeah. Great filmmaking. I said I beautiful it... score, beautiful performances, beautiful film. I gave it four and a half. I also gave it a four and a half. Then later, that <laughs> very same night. Uh, mere, mere minutes. <laughs> do, 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 do. Mere minutes later, after we the watched... perfect ending of uh, Minari. We watched the most highly anticipated movie of all time for every Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley stand. <laughs> is it just like for for both of their stands or like it is, specifically it's the, it's stands crossover. for it's specifically the crossover. people who stand both of them it's yeah it's the crossover of standing okay that's that like makes, not very many people that, may, <laughs> okay. that makes this movie the most anticipated <laughs> we watched chaos walking yes um, uh D- doug doug lehman's doug lehman director chaos of walking. edge of tomorrow which i would actually call a pretty good movie i i want to see it uh, and also the Born Identity, which I would call a not very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Chaos Walking, uh, not good. Not not even close, really. <laughs> not not good movie, bad movie. You know, Tom even. Holland wasn't the worst in this. Um, he he uh, he performed what he was given to perform, right? <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's what he. That's what he. So, did. so to explain our opening <laughs> joke, if you haven't seen Chaos Walking, um, I didn't know what Chaos Walking was about. Oh shoot! Exactly. Yeah, the opening, the but, opening um, joke for the episode. Yes. But like, they go. It's about these people who are oh on this planet gosh. that's not Earth, and men. All of men's thoughts are on display, or whatever. People can hear what they're thinking. Yeah, I was about to say see they, what they're they like project their thoughts like and, visually and, and audibly to throughout the movie, throughout the entire movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, to, to try and hide his thoughts because he's he's a he's an insecure chap. And it, I actually kind of liked some of the masculinity stuff in this movie, but yeah. it would just it. But <laughs> literally no, no, every it's other like, aspect. Of no, the movie no, I said in my review. So I said in my review. I, I was sitting there thinking, huh, there are some cool concepts in this movie, and then I remembered it was based on a book. <laughs> yeah, the book is probably much better than this. But throughout the entire movie, the whole movie, uh, <laughs> an insecure. To, to, 
the insecure chap to hide his thoughts from people he constantly repeats over and over and over and in over his and head over and over. <laughs> i am todd hewitt which that's his I name i am todd hewitt just, I am Todd just literally on a loop. I am Todd Hewitt. <laughs> Luckily, it's at least a new performance from Tom Holland. I think every time he says, "What it. if? What if they just like got one audio <laughs> bite and it just Hewitt. looped over?" I am Todd Hewitt. <laughs> I am Todd. Hewitt. That would be ten times funnier. Like I think you hear it probably at least a hundred times in the movie. Oh my gosh! It it. <sighs> You could do a whole episode on this movie. Your mind breaks while watching it, this movie. It butchers, and not in a good way. it butchers its themes so bad. Right. Um, and they made me not like Mads Mikkelsen. I was about to say, somehow Mads Mikkelsen in his ginormous fur coat could not save this movie. Right? Like like that that alone. Mads Mikkelsen in a giant fur coat in a semi-Western themed movie should be the greatest thing of all time. I was about to say, how is this not great? And then it I just wanted wasn't. to like it. I wanted to like it so bad. I, I actually like Daisy Ridley quite a bit. Yeah, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a Daisy Ridley fan, I could say. <laughs> One might say. I haven't seen her in much, but like, yeah, I, I like her. Yeah. But no, this movie this movie ain't it. And uh, for having Tom Holland nudity in it, it oh should lose God. all the points. <laughs> I think I, I think I was looking down. Luckily, good for you. I, I yikes! I regret it's the last nothing. thing literally anyone should want to see and should ever um, want to see. Yeah, no, I just think the projecting thoughts thing is such a terrible idea to bring over to film. Right, like it's it, just it such an annoying. Lot of other it's such an annoying thing in mediums, this. I should say. Like I, I honestly was just annoyed. Like ten minutes yeah. in this movie, and I'm you, like, you please could, shut up. You could pull it off well, but you I imagine could. that 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 works so well on page. Like, because in a book, in a book narrative, you're used to hearing people's exactly. thoughts. Exactly. You're used to reading people's that's thoughts, how, but now the other that's characters how can hear book them too. <laughs> works. And exactly. Like, it, 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 it's kind of smart from a book writing, like, mm -hmm. oh, that's a neat idea. But on film, it's just this mass of noise. <laughs> and it's called the noise, don't you know? But it's just annoying. <laughs> Play Solid Wall of Sound by a tribe called Quest. <laughs> <laughs> um after this though on the 30th um, um <laughs> do you want to go first to do our because we both watched two movies without each um, other on the I'll, i guess i'll do mine first uh i watched or i should say i rewatched scott pilgrim versus the world um and now i'm gonna go move to canada <laughs> yes Where, so i can live out my my best life i think <laughs> um i don't know it was my third viewing it's really good uh really funny uh, it just really lacks a bit in its third act. That's honestly its biggest problem. The the energy is definitely there. Good yeah. stuff. Funny movie. Very funny movie. Uh, and then I watched uh, Love Guaranteed, which is a 2020 film. It's a Netflix original. Uh, love sure was guaranteed. Love sure was guaranteed. Wait, is that What's-Her-Face? Who? What, which What's-Her-Face? Who are you talking girl. about? I don't know. I recognize her. Rachel Lee Cook. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. I recognize her. Um, she did look vaguely familiar, though. I don't know why. Hmm. I never... Uh, oh, she's in the old Nancy Drew movie. Maybe. I don't know. You've seen that. I have not. It's a good movie. <laughs> she's in Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, dang it. I want to see that. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, Love Guaranteed. Um, it was fine. Uh, like, almost painfully formulaic. Not very funny. But, like, it was... Other than that, it was all right. Whatever, who cares? <laughs> it was a Netflix movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, on the thirtieth, I watched two movies. 
and I really were they better have, than the I ones really I watched? Yes, they were. Whoa. But I really don't have much to comment on them because okay. we've already, we've already talked about them. Because yeah, I watched No Country for Old Men uh, with my girlfriend actually for the Whoa. first time. She had Big never flex, seen it. buddy. <laughs> she had never seen it, and wow. she really liked it, which was which Good. was a plus. Uh, <laughs> Taste. And I don't know. It's still a darn a darn perfect movie. I still gave it five stars. And <laughs> Mike, then, Michael lowered it a half star. And then I watched Luca, Luca. Uh, with my girlfriend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she had never seen it <laughs> i'm noticing a trend <laughs> and uh she really liked it <laughs> and i still think it's pretty darn good <laughs> and i don't know like i i i, I want to say this one more time on on luca it, it has a certain magic to it that i don't know how to describe micah keeps talking that, about magic and energy this episode <laughs> more so than more so than pretty much any other pixar movie i've seen besides like ratatouille it has that kind of the ratatouille that like <laughs> i don't know that like personal connection to me that doesn't feel as manufactured as most movies do uh but yeah still four stars for luca well there you go um <laughs> oh boy <laughs> on the second oh boy of july i watched um Oh boy! A, a certain Criterion flick, uh, a right widely what, it's considered the best Criterion w- movie. Widely considered to be the best. It's it has <laughs> the highest average on Letterboxd and on and it, IMDb and on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> and everywhere. Um, it is the ever ever famous and infamous. Uh, <laughs> jellyfish eyes. If you ask anybody what their favorite movie is, anybody they will say the movie. Um. Yeah bad movie <laughs> cool character designs um, i'm a huge huge fan of uh, takahashi mirakami more mirror wait hold on wow. mirakami yes i always forget how to pronounce his last name i'm so used to just reading it yeah um graphic designy boy graphic design boy very famous japanese artist most people in the design field probably already know of him and if you don't you probably know you've, his work. you've seen yeah you've seen his work somewhere um and uh yeah i think he should have just stuck to design he could have put this movie into any other <laughs> medium and literally it would any have other been artistic better. medium like a comic book or heck even just an animated movie rather than a live action one it would have been better or a show or something like every, this would have made a killer this, this show has, like this is like kind of this, some similar elements to digimon and pokemon and yeah no it is and it you could have you could have literally just made it a show like that in it like an anime kind of style thing and um, it would have been significantly better yeah character design is great um which i mean i would hope it is <laughs> he's a very talented artist yeah um but like wow uh performances not great uh I, the cg looks really bad i still don't know i still don't know who decided like, <laughs> to make it like, live to, action no to to put it in the who like who asked oh the criterion that? collection i don't know that? i don't know who i don't know what who was like? Who was like? Yeah, this movie. Like my theory is because at the end of this movie, the distribution. Um, at the end of this movie, they have like a little trailer for Jellyfish Eyes Two that actually has like some fully completed. No, it has fully completed um, shots CGI and shots. CGI and everything that it's, looked really expensive, yeah. but there never has been a Jellyfish Eyes Two. I would honestly um, be super interested to see the sequel to this movie. And I really movie. wonder if this movie just didn't perform well, so then they tried to get it into the Criterion Collection to try and get like a cult following going for it to where they could raise funds. I mean, most of the time when a film goes into the Criterion Collection, it's usually because it's just hard to get your hands on a physical copy of it, is a lot of the time what happens. Yeah, I don't know. It was or just, at least just, a good quality It's just copy. really weird like yeah. that it's in the collection in general. Um, yeah, no, it's not great. Um, 
there are some good aspects to it, but uh, I don't know. It, it, I could do an episode on jellyfish eyes someday. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, they really just need to uh, make an animated and version. I, and I felt really bad too because if you watch the production little video that we watched oh my gosh, on the Criterion they put channel, so much into it. They were man. putting so much work into it, and like they were down to the wire on put getting some of the stuff they needed to out for it. They were trying to do their best to save budget. Like it seemed like a really crunched production. Yeah, uh, I said here's here's my main criticism of it. I said the story is pretty half baked and contrived, filled to the brim with common tropes for its kid befriends monster genre without much emotional substance to make them effective. That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> and some kind of cringe stuff mixed in there. <laughs> Dude, what was up with that one guy's friend being an anime girl? <laughs> that was honestly. Like he, one of the most like, unexpected like, developments no, of the so, whole film. So I didn't watch the whole movie, but I, got, I, I caught I caught some interesting stuff in it. So you like really these did. little the little friends things are these little things you give to kids and it's supposed to they're pop like, out. Like they're this, like the Pokemons of yeah, the universe. This little like Pokemon esque monster that's supposed to be friend to the kid forever. And yeah, it's, it's, to... it's designed. It, it, it's the manifestation of the child's like energy is what. And it's this supposed one to be. child gets like this <laughs> this anime girl that's like straight up like. Oh, Oh gosh. Exactly what you'd expect What's... from an anime girl. <laughs> it's like Tifa all over again. Right? It's like almost Tifa level anime girl. And like you're like, what the heck is wrong with this child? Micah, he his one defining trait is that he plays video games all day. Oh no. <laughs> coming for me. <laughs> um but yeah, Jellyfish Eyes, flawed movie, still has some fun aspects to it. I like I said, I really love his character designs. Great stuff, but uh, bad movies. <laughs> yeah. Then on the third, uh, we yeah. watched The Hunchback of Notre Dame. It the was Notre a rewatch Dame. for me. It was a first watch for you. First watch, baby. Um, and you know, Lindsay Ellis's video does a really I, good job. I'm going to about watch that. Movie. I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Actually, Lindsay um, Ellis's video on. She this. does a really great video on this because I'm very interested to see um, what she had to say. But this is one of the weirdest, probably just straight messiest movies I've ever seen. It's so odd. Because it has some of <laughs> genuinely what I consider some of the best music and even visual aspects of a Disney film. I, sa I said um, in my review, I said the music and animation are stellar. Some of the other elements, not as much. <laughs> but then, yeah, you, you have this like super dark story for, for a quote-unquote kids movie. Like a super dark story based yes. on real events. Ridiculously dark story, actually. <laughs> I wouldn't want a ch I don't want a child to hear this story if with I can like, avoid it. With like themes of like lust and religious turmoil and mass genocide. Murder. Yeah, mass and... genocide. Uh... <laughs> and you're like, what the heck is going on in this movie? And then you have George Costanza Gargoyle <laughs> and like weird over-sexualization of their one main character of some uh. ethnicity. A, a very over-sexualized ethnicity, mm. <laughs> and like it, yeah, it, like they it's make, a bit troublesome. They, they make honestly. jokes about about pa the Paris burning down and genocide of the of. <laughs> why did I just lose the name? The gypsies. Yes, they make jokes about like George Costanza oh gargoyle <laughs> puts a hot dog out towards the burning, <laughs> screaming Paris. That is the and he's like Paris is on fire, but at least there's love. Am I right, Jerry? Am I right, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's troublesome. I think. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the best thing that came out of this movie was A, the music, and B, yes. Lindsay Ellis's video. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Fantastic music. Some of the best music I've seen in a Disney like, movie. Dang, Hellfire is such a powerful song and um, include like even on a visual level. Yeah, no. It's it's great. Um like, but I yeah, thought no. I was watching Amadeus for a second. <laughs> it's a it's a darn darn good movie with some very very deep flaws and um, a huge 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 tonal problem and a very big tonal problem yes <laughs> um but yeah no it was it was a it was an interesting first watch i will say that i'm, I'm looking forward to revisiting it someday not soon <laughs> um but someday i gave it a three and a half because there is I also so much that i like about it but i don't know it's kind of a weird three and a half <laughs> yeah it's weird man it's a weird movie uh, and then also on the third, I guess. Yeah, no, we, yeah. I, I, no, it was on the third. This was yeah, the third. We was the Fourth of July celebration for the city. Yeah, but that did, was yesterday. How did we watch Hunchback? We watched it day. at like one in the morning. Okay, dude. okay. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. So oh uh, yesterday uh, we watched Over the Garden Wall Over again. Over the Garden Wall. <laughs> With my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she has seen it before, <laughs> several times. Yeah, seven more times than I have. She actually, um, this is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is not to flex she, or anything, but this is pretty no, cool. No, no, this is, this is like, so as a present, she made me this, uh, I'll, I'll call him Jason Funderburger. Let's because call that's, him Jason that's his, Funderburger. That's his true name, but the frog from over the garden wall. She made a whole stuffed animal, like an actual stuffed animal. Hand sewn. And, and gave not him bad. to me for a present, and yeah. I thought that was, that was really cool. <laughs> but over the garden wall, it's, it's one of my favorite things ever favorite pieces of media and uh i made a video about it and that's actually my most popular video i've ever made i i don't know if it's hey i good. made the thumbnail for that video <laughs> i don't know if it's actually that good of a I, video but... i don't think it's great but that's just me i but think it's should, a uh... bit too scattered no it is but you should go check it out because it's almost got nine thousand views apparently <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people love it so well I there don't you know. go um i love over the garden wall uh, I'm an avid lover of Over the Garden Wall. Um, we were talking about the music in Hunchback being good. This mm. Oof, every song in this is so good. Uh, yeah, I could talk Great about stuff. this. For I this, was about to say, have we have like... we not done an Over the Garden Wall episode yet? No, I remember I didn't want to do one at the time because I was working oh, right, on right, right. the video. Yeah, we should do one which... uh, in fall when we when we hit fall. Which like, I don't know, man. It's a masterpiece. It really it's is. It's just in every in every sense. And I really do think because the production baby. was really, it was a messy production for this. And they had to cut a lot of what they were originally going to put in. But, like, it, it doesn't take away from it at all. It's uh, it's the odyssey for uh, millennials and Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Except for, like, not the same plot, but same yeah. general vibes, Micah. I gave it five stars. It's it, it's sitting in my top four uh, favorites on Letterboxd. I also gave it five stars great stuff my third time watching it it's like my 10th time watching it i don't know <laughs> i i wish i could make that claim <laughs> I, I haven't logged it on letterboxd hardly at all because i watched it usually split up miss langtree i will rewatch this over and over again just, just for her just for her just for her just for <laughs> me. yeah that's troublesome <laughs> whoa <laughs> What about? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> what about that? No good. That no good. Two time and Jimmy Brown. <laughs> Not to mention the wild gorilla. Not to mention the, the wild gorilla. On loose. Oh my gosh! I swear. Uh, Over the Garden Wall, very good. If you have not watched Over the Garden Wall, I highly recommend that you go it's watch it. It's on HBO it. Max and Hulu, I think. 
Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but either way, you should go watch it. It's a masterpiece. Um, that was the last thing I watched. Just before we went down here and recorded this here Literally episode. minutes before. We minutes went down ago. here. 30 minutes ago. <laughs> 30 minutes ago. <laughs> um, I watched the 2017 film directed by Dan Harris uh, titled Speech and Debate. I saw the end of it. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> it's a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Here, here it is. Uh, the user, uh, I guess they just got the username Tony. Good on them. Uh, on Letterboxd states, uh, this was a very accurate representation of how annoying theater kids are. <laughs> Dang. I hope that's not how we're represented in film. Micah, oh my gosh. The that main, was the worst. The main girl. She was the worst, Remy. She, she's so obnoxious. She's the worst. I'm not like that. Are you, Micah? Hey, hey, hey. Most of my friends and my girlfriend were all theater kids. I know, I know. They're the good ones, Micah. <laughs> yeah, no, um, don't watch Speech and Debate. It, it very much feels kind of exploitive of its themes and representation. Right? That, um, <laughs> that, I watched very little of the movie, and I was like, what the heck is this? It, it has a kind of horrendously bad editing, <laughs> um, and none of its comedy really works. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see a single funny thing in the extent of what I watched. Yeah, it's a, a bad movie. I gave it a three out of ten. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's what that's what we watched this this yeah. last two weeks. That's yeah. what we watched. Um, that's I was what gonna, it was. I thought there we was. I thought we might have watched like a TV show or something all the way through um, that I could mention. I mean, I, uh, I, I don't know what I'm thinking. Of. We finished Home Movies season one. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna mention. I was gonna mention Home Movies season yeah. one. So, um, my favorite show, just as a little, a little bonus, a uh, little, little bonus. We're little already over an something. hour. Like, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> okay. uh, we watched season one of home movies, yeah. an adult swim show, uh, 2000 adult swim show. Well, it started in 99. No, I thought season it, ran, one aired I thought in it ran from 2000 to 2004. It, it was en- 99 through 2005. It ended in 2004. What? No, there's only four seasons. TMDB Rebby. says 2005. There's only four seasons. <laughs> it was 2005. Okay, whatever. I, <laughs> I don't think that's right. But anyway, uh, season... Whose favorite show is it, Mike? <laughs> You've watched it just as much as okay, I have. but still. Uh, but <laughs> Home Movies, I just wanted to mention it because it's an absolute masterpiece. Season one, I think I would cite as one of uh, one of the best seasons of television I've seen. Definitely my favorite season of it's, television I've It's seen. so funny, and it's got <laughs> such like a raw vibe to it Great that allows it to have such unique and inventive comedy while <laughs> making like really classic and memorable characters. Oh my gosh. It's it's so funny. I swear. But also, I have no idea how the first like two episodes of season two were absolutely dry when it came to comedy. Oh my gosh, comedy. yeah, we started season two. It is just not funny. It's like, well, there so was like sad. one funny line. <laughs> it's I was so sad. Why why did they make Lynch a bigger character <laughs> in season two? He was like kind of boring in season one, honestly. How'd they make uh, McGurk not funny? I was about McGurk to say, how is did they, one of the funniest how did they characters ever to make put to screen. McGurk not funny. I don't know. But um you can read uh more of my thoughts about season one, like more about what I thought of it on my blog post for I guess it was June of twenty twenty one. Yeah, I just wanted to shout it out because uh, yeah. 
because I thought it was something of note. My, that we my new favorite season of television, I guess that is kind of noteworthy. <laughs> but we're a film podcast, Michael. We don't care about what we, TV. We, we just talked about Over about the TV. Garden Wall. That's a movie. <laughs> and it's not a movie. It's a, it's a miniseries, it's which a is mini-series. just a long movie. It's not even a long movie. It's shorter than most of the movies we <laughs> talked about. It's just a movie arbitrarily splitting the parts. But it helps. It's a, it has a purpose. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, anyway. <laughs> I digress. Um, yeah. That was that was our last home, two weeks. Home movies good. We found some... It, it wasn't quite as good as the rest of the month. No, it wasn't. Uh, in terms of new first watches that were really great, because we watched, like, some really great <laughs> first so watches. Great. Minari was probably the best of the stretch we've presented here. Yeah, Minari and um, For Fortress, when it comes to first watches. There was a lot of really good stuff still, though. Um, yeah. Usually at the end, I, I say my, my biggest suggestions... Um, Oh, do you? Is that something you do? Yeah, I was gonna uh, go go check out Minari, go check out No Country for Old Men, go check out The Matrix and Jaws, yeah, and The Hidden Fortress. Yeah, do all that. Luca, and Luca's Luca. new. Stream Luca. Stream Luca. Yeah, yeah. Because for some reason it didn't deserve a theatrical release. Because Disney, Thanks, Disney. sucks. Disney sucks. <laughs> they keep releasing. Thank you. They're not very good movies <laughs> for like an extra thirty Cruella. bucks. And then, the fact that Cruella and Raya. And the fact that Ryan... Both of those get the 30 bucks release, but then both of Pixar's movies I, that have released on Disney+, Plus, they're like, no, Soul no. is literally one of the best Pixar movies ever made, and it got released directly to streaming and, and, and Luca is one of my favorite Pixar movies ever made, <laughs> and it got released directly to streaming <sighs> service. Poor what, Pixar. What a time to be man. alive. We love you guys, the Pixar employees who works on these movies. Who, who, is, who are listening to our you guys? You guys are out there doing the most. They really are. Good on, good on you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll catch you in the next one where we'll probably most likely be doing the Tomorrow, Tomorrow War, War. Which, for some reason, I can never remember it's the got name a, of that It's got movie. a crisp rat in it, Robbie. And it's starring, starring a crisp rat. <laughs> <laughs> the Thing starring a crisp rat. Oh, no. <laughs> Hey, let's go. True let's, story. let's go watch the thing now. Hey, John Carpenter's the thing. Here we come. Yeah, yo. <laughs> Great movie. You should go watch. We should maybe actually watch it. I'd be down. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. I do you, Micah? What What is your opinion of? What, do you think that uh, what's his face, the main character, is actually infected? He's actually the thing. Uh, uh I, I, uh, <laughs> personally, uh. Do uh, not uh, subscribe to that fan what? theory. That's really. I do not think he is the He's thing. He's acting so sus. The entire time. <laughs> um, you see, the thing is, he's the he's smart the whole time. He burns a lot of them. But my and, the creature can perfectly imitate him. And um, I think he's just too cool to be the thing. <laughs> his his cowboy hat was too large. To <laughs> his cowboy hat is too large to impersonate. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, goodbye. Avi to say. Uh, farewell. Adios. Bonne nuit. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I don't know any other goodbyes. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs>